Welcome to Your Badass Brain, the podcast that uses coaching, psychology, and simple neuroscience to arm you with the knowledge and tools to get from where you are now to where you really want to be. And here's your host, professional certified coach, April Oswald, to help you get the most from your badass brain. Hey there, everybody, and welcome to episode five of the podcast. I'm April, and I'm really excited that you're joining me for this episode because we are going to be talking about believing new things. And there is nothing that will be more effective in helping you to feel better, achieve your goals, and create your very best life than learning to believe new things. And we've all probably heard from somewhere that we just need to believe something in order to manifest it in our lives, or that we can achieve it if only we believe it. But there is more to it than this. There's more to it than just believing something. Belief on its own does not create your results. You still need to take actions to make your life what you want it to be. But what you believe about the world and about yourself and who you are will be the driver of the actions that you take. And whatever results you do have in your life right now, you've created by the actions that you've taken and by the actions that you continue to take or not take every single day. And whether you're aware of it or not, those actions stem from the thoughts that you choose to believe. And you're either consciously deciding what you want to believe or you're just operating on autopilot and believing whatever thoughts your default brain program is putting out. And being in this autopilot mode, this is what I call operating from your base brain. And it's the way that most people in the world go about their lives. But there's another option. And that option is to operate from your badass brain. To strategically and deliberately choose the thoughts and beliefs that will be most effective in creating the change that you want in your world. Your badass brain is the boss. It's the part of your brain that has the ability to supervise your base brain. Your badass brain's job is to manage your thoughts, to think thoughts that will work for you and not against you, and to use those thoughts to build new beliefs that will change the way you experience your world. How often do you question what it is that you're choosing to believe right now? about yourself, about other people, about circumstances in the world? And have you ever wondered why your brain produces the thoughts that it does? From a scientific and biological standpoint, it's actually very interesting. So I'm going to present a little introduction to some of the neuroscience here, but in a very basic way, so as not to bore you. And if you want more in-depth information, there's a ton of stuff out there, but check out something by a book by Lisa Feldman Barrett. She's a neuroscientist and just has a really great way of presenting some very complex and cutting-edge science in interesting ways and understandable ways. And I like the science, especially science about our brains, but it's unfathomable how complex our brains are and how much is going on in there every single second. And we're learning more and more about it all of the time, especially with all of the big advances that we're making with technology and the ability to look inside the brain. And for me, having a better understanding of that mechanics, 
of what is happening like in that head of mind, it helps me see how applying the tools and concepts that I'm teaching, how that works, that it isn't just some pie in the sky stuff. It's real. We truly can rewire our brains to think in new ways and to believe new things. And as a result, to create more of the positive emotions that we want to feel. So if you've listened to my past episodes, you've heard me say that the main purpose of our brain is to keep our bodies alive and functioning. Our human brain has evolved over millions and millions of years to get to the point where it is now. But its main objective is still the same as the brain of the most primitive creatures, and that is survival. In order to do that, it needs to be able to adapt and respond to the environments in which we live. It needs to keep us safe so that we are prepared to respond to any threats that come our way. And so it's always on the lookout for these potential threats. It wants to stay at least one step ahead of them, right? One step ahead of what we experience in our external environment. And so it's constantly predicting what we are going to encounter before we actually encounter it. It creates our experiences in our heads first and then uses the external world to verify or contradict its predictions. So for example, let's say that you see a dog coming towards you. Before your eyes have taken in the image of that dog, your brain has already predicted what it's going to see. The neurons or the nerve cells in your brain that create the experience of a seeing a dog are activated before the light waves from the dog have entered your eyes. In other words, your brain has created the experience in your head before having that experience in the external world. And then once it does take in that sensory information through your eyes, it compares that information to its prediction to determine if its prediction was correct. And usually this is happening in milliseconds or fractions of milliseconds. So you aren't even aware that this is what's happening. But sometimes you catch like little glimpses of it. Think about a time where you've seen somebody you know in a crowd or on a street, but then you realize, oh, that actually isn't them. That's just a stranger. This is an incidence where your brain has made an incorrect prediction and then corrected itself based on new information. You never actually saw your friend. Your brain just created that experience for you and then corrected itself. And another example is right now, right? When your brain predicts the words that I'm going to say before they even come out of my mouth. Do you see how that just happened? Did you know that I was going to say the word mouth before I actually said it? This happens commonly when it comes to speech. We can frequently predict the next words that somebody will say. But these predictions are going on in our brains for every experience that we're having. They are the phrases or sentences, instructions, concepts that your brain is creating to allow you to navigate the world. In other words, they are your thoughts. And you have over 60,000 of them every single day most of which are taking place outside of your conscious awareness. Your brain is a prediction machine, and the predictions that it makes aren't just random. It's always trying to maximize the accuracy of its predictions. Because to that most base part of your brain, every prediction, every thought is a matter of life and death. 
Now, the only information that your brain has to be able to make these predictions comes from your previous experiences. Your past experiences are what populate your brain's database. They are what provide the knowledge that your brain has from which to make its predictions. And when you're first born, you have no experience of the external world. But right away, your brain starts gathering data. It starts taking in every little detail of every little experience because it has this vast, empty database that it needs to fill up. And it needs to fill it up in order to improve upon the accuracy of its predictions about the external world so that it can keep you safe. And when its predictions are wrong, it learns from the experience in order to make a better prediction the next time. Those are the years and those early years where your brain is basically programming itself on what to think. It's making predictions and learning from its own mistakes. And in fact, this is what artificial intelligence is. The ability to program a computer that can predict outcomes, learn from the mistakes in its predictions, and then alter its own programming accordingly without the need for any human intervention. And it's, an, it's essentially an attempt to replicate the way a human brain operates uh, within a machine. But what happens for us is, anyway, by the time we reach a certain age, our brain's database is full. And because we are still alive, it assumes that the information it gathered, that it's gathered by that point, that that's enough. It's wired this information into hundreds of billions of connections, and it can use those connections to predict pretty much any experience that you might have. And this wiring, right, the wiring together of all the little bits of information that your brain collects, this is what many people refer to as your neural connections or neural pathways. And it's what I'm referring to as your brain's programming. And once that programming is written, your base brain doesn't want it to change. The problem with this is that all this happens very early in your life. And at that point, you really have no conscious say in it. The experiences that build your brain's programming are determined by your parents, your teachers, society, your environment, the books you read, the shows you watch, the base brain programming that is so critical to your future life experience gets written without you even knowing what's going on. And then, even as an adult, it is from that programming that your brain makes its prediction. It is from that programming that your brain produces the thoughts that it does about the world, about yourself, about who you are and who you think you should be. And by the time you're an adult, your brain has thought certain things so many times that you just accept it as the truth. You just accept it as you know the reality of life of what your life is and of what your future can be. These have become your beliefs, but they're not the truth. They're still just your brain's predictions, and they're coming from that limited base of knowledge, your past experiences. And you do not have to believe these things. Your personality and who you are and what you are capable of is not set in stone. You get to decide in every single moment who you want to be. The programming that forms the thoughts you think about your world, the other people in your world and yourself, that programming isn't permanent. Science has shown tons of evidence recently 
that it's changing all the time. And that's the term neuroplasticity, if you've heard that before, this idea that your brain is plastic, that it can remold itself, that it can reprogram itself when it wants to. But most of the time, it doesn't want to, because reprogramming itself requires energy. Change requires energy. And your base brain doesn't think that this is a good use of its energy. It thinks it's believing and predicting just fine. And it prefers to conserve its energy to be used for future survival activities. So it needs a really good reason to change. It needs a good reason to start thinking and believing new things. And this is where your badass brain comes in. Your badass brain is not confined by your programming. It has free will in what it thinks. Your badass brain gets to determine who you want to be and what you want your life to be. And it can provide your base brain with that good reason to change. When you operate from your badass brain, you can strategically find and choose the beliefs that will create your desired life experience. And you can help your base brain to reprogram itself to start believing those things. In fact, one of the first new beliefs to work on is the belief that you can change. Your life can change. That the way things are in your life right now, or that the way things have always been, are not the way that they have to stay. And most likely there's something in your life, at least one area in your life that you wish were different. A change that if you knew you could make it, you would make it. Would you like to be completely debt-free? Would you like to truly love and enjoy your marriage? Would you like to lose 50 pounds, get strong and fit? Would you like to have a completely different career? What is it for you? And now, what do you currently think about your ability to make that change? Do you believe that it's unlikely, that you probably can't do it, or that it would just be too difficult for you? Or do you just believe that it's completely impossible for you? Because if there is something in your life that you wish were different and you're doing nothing to make it happen then I guarantee there's a thought in there somewhere along those lines. Some sort of thought that change is not available to you. So find that thought and ask yourself why you are choosing to believe it. Of all the thoughts available to you in the world, why are you choosing to believe that? And how does that thought make you feel? For me, when I want something in my life to be different and I think that change is not available to me, I feel defeated and hopeless. And not only does it suck to feel that way, but remember that how we feel is what drives our actions and our inactions. When I feel defeated and hopeless, I more or less throw in the towel. I tell myself to just settle for the way things are now. And I find all of the evidence that prove why things will never be any different. I don't try to take the actions that may lead to change. In fact, I continue to take the same actions I've been taking, which just perpetuates my current circumstance. In other words, the results that my actions and inaction end up creating is that nothing changes. I'm proving my initial thought correct. And then my brain says, oh, see, April, I was right. Nothing's going to change. I've provided my base brain with further evidence as to how its prediction was correct and made it even more likely 
that it will continue to make that prediction in the future. Okay, and then I beat myself up because I'm not doing anything about it, right? I'm just settling. And I end up feeling even more hopeless and defeated and thinking that I really should be doing something so that I can feel better. But remember, our actions and our results do not create our emotions. It's the other way around. Our emotions drive our actions and results. And I am never going to take the actions to create my desired life from a place of feeling hopeless and defeated. So if I keep focusing on what I should be doing and I keep trying to force new actions from that place, I'll just end up stuck in emotional struggle, right? It's miserable. What I need to focus on is what I'm thinking. And what I'm thinking is that change isn't available to me. It's that thought that is causing me to feel hopeless and defeated. Not my lack of action, not the circumstances, but the thought that change is not available to me. If I thought something else, I would feel something else. So it is that thought that I need to change in order create, to create the feelings that will drive me to take action. What if I thought something that caused me to feel determined and committed? If I felt determined and committed, I would take action. And when something doesn't work, I would try something else until I made the change. And in order to feel determined and committed, I need to think a thought that creates those emotions. A thought like, change is definitely possible for me and I am going to make it happen. If I believed that thought, truly believed that thought, then nothing would stop me from creating my desired change. And this doesn't mean that there wouldn't be obstacles or that I wouldn't fail along the way. But when we are managing our brains correctly, none of that matters. When we are managing our brains, we know that only our thoughts cause our emotions. So along the way, when we do experience emotional setbacks, we know that it's just coming from our thoughts. When our brain tries to go back to the old thought that change isn't available to me, and that it creates those old familiar feelings of hopelessness and defeat, we can allow ourselves to experience that. We can allow ourselves to feel that emotion and use it as a trigger to examine the thoughts that we're thinking. And then we can remind our base brains that we aren't believing those thoughts anymore, that we're choosing to believe something different now, and to consistently and deliberately practice the new thoughts. And we can start gathering evidence to support the things that we want to believe, not evidence for what we used to believe. We're showing our base brains that its old prediction doesn't serve us anymore, and we're introducing it to new experiences that will provide new data that it can use to reprogram itself. And then as it starts to adopt that belief, it will start to generate new emotions which will lead to new actions, which will create the change. It takes time. It's a process. Remember that we're trying to undo old programming that has been operating for a really long time. So don't expect it to happen overnight. We too often give up because our change doesn't happen quickly enough. But if you keep focused on your thoughts, if you keep paying attention to what you're choosing to believe and questioning those beliefs that aren't serving you, the change will happen. You will make it happen. 
And sometimes it can happen quickly. But even if it takes a long time, isn't that better than throwing in the towel ahead of time and missing out on some amazing possibilities that are available to you? Now, if what you want to believe is so far from what you've always believed in the past or from what you believe now, you can do this in stages. If you try to take too big of a belief leap, your base brain might you know, block you. You might be too afraid to jump so far from one belief to another. Because remember, to your base brain, this is a matter of life or death. It, it really does have good intentions. It just can't see beyond survival. So be a little patient with it. Work with it. You can even create a belief ladder where your current belief is the base and what, what you want to believe is at the top of the ladder. And then you can kind of take steps to get there. For example, if you've always thought of yourself as not smart enough to pursue something that you'd really love to do, and you want to believe that you are brilliant and can do whatever you set your mind to, that might be too big of a leap for your base brain. Jumping from I'm not smart enough to I'm brilliant may create too much of something called cognitive dissonance. And that's that, like, it, that's a psychological term for the mental stress and discomfort that you experience when you try to hold two opposing beliefs at the same time. So start with a single step. Maybe start from, I'm not smart enough to, I am capable of learning new things. Practice that thought. And when your brain tells you that you're not smart or that you've never been smart, let yourself think it. Feel the emotion that thinking that thought creates. And then remind your base brain that you're choosing not to believe that thought anymore. You're creating new results in your life. And that thought no longer serves you. Deliberately spend time thinking, I am capable of learning new things. Pay attention to how that thought makes you feel. And find the evidence to prove it correct. And every time your brain starts back down that path of wanting to collect evidence for the old thought, steer it toward the new evidence that you're looking for. And don't get upset with it. It really is doing its job the best way it knows how. Just gently let it know that your badass brain is in charge now. And then once you believe that new thought, once you believe that you are capable of learning new things, move up a step on your ladder. In this case, maybe to a thought like, hey, I'm pretty smart, and go through the process again. Continue to up-level those beliefs until you get to the top, until you get to whatever belief will make you feel amazing and that will empower you to create the change and the results that you want. And then don't stop there. Pick another area of your life that you would like to up-level. Find another belief that's holding you back. And that if you changed it, would propel you forward. And then climb the ladder to that belief. When you up-level your beliefs, you can up-level any area of your life. And you may even start to see new possibilities that you can't even imagine right now. And I hope that if nothing else, the experience of listening to this podcast today has introduced some new data into that base brain data bank. And that you're already starting the process of believing that you can believe new things. Have an awesome day. And I can't wait for you to join me on future episodes of the podcast. 
And please, please reach out to me with any thoughts or comments on what I've shared with you today or on any past episode, or even just to say hello. I love hearing things from my listeners. And as always, I can be reached at info at yourbadassbrain.com. Until we meet again, keep on using your badass brain. Bye for now.